Welcome to 3CR Raising Our Voices on 8.55am. This month we are discussing gender-based violence for people with disability. Our guests are Lisa Brumtis from Brain Injury Matters and Jane Rosengrave from Reinforce. Hi Lisa and Jane. Hi, how are you? Good thanks, how are you both? Good, thank you. And Jane is going to do our Welcome to Country. Thank you. Hi, everybody. My name's Jane, and I'd like to begin by paying my respects to the Wandry people, to the traditional custodies of this land, where we are meeting upon today for its elders and past and presence, and even for the self-advocacy people who have passed away and who are still here on Aboriginal land today. Thank you. That's great. First question that I wanted to ask for discussion is what is gender-based violence? And I found a definition. Gender-based violence refers to harmful acts directed at an individual based on their gender, gender inequality, the abuse of power and harmful norms. It's a serious violation of human rights. And I think that all of us are uh, familiar with what gender-based violence is, I'd say. Myself, um, I'm Bronwyn from Amida. I think I forgot to introduce myself earlier. Um, Lisa and Jane. Yes, right. Yeah. We are all familiar with it, unfortunately. Yes. And uh, when I was doing some research, I, I discovered that the World Health Organisation indicates that one in three women experience physical or sexual violence in their lifetimes. But it's not just women. Gender violence can be from any gender, mm. any uh, gender identity. So, you know, there are variations of male and female and some people transition from one gender to the other. There are all sorts of different gender identities and people can suffer violence just from being themselves. Mm. I believe it's all a matter of societal norms and who has the power within those norms. That's a really good point. Uh, I was looking at the Australian Human Rights Commission and they were saying um, women in Australia, as in much of the rest of the world, are dis proportionately affected by gender-based violence and domestic violence. Mm. The perpetrators are overwhelmingly men. Yep. Mm. However, often missing from the data and mainstream depictions of domestic violence are the experiences of individuals who identify as LGBTIQ, as we mentioned just before, and, and who also experience violence in the domestic sphere. Domestic violence knows no barriers. As you will no doubt be reminded many times, domestic violence is not limited to any one type or type of relationships. It can and does occur in all relationships, regardless of the individual's sex, sexual orientation or sex or gender identity. I thought that was a pretty good summary. Yes. 
that I don't believe that it's only domestic violence. It can be from from experience. It can be um. How can I put it? Yeah, violence coming from all sectors of society. Yes, and it can even be violence through mouth, and it can even be violence through Facebook, which yes. I I have had in the past. Oh, that's awful. I have, but I've kept those for evidence. I have the proof. Like, just like um, when I left my partner, I took photos of him and I um, even um, got photos of the bruises that he gave me and that. And That's you know, such a smart thing to do. Well, you have to think ahead. Yeah. You have to because these days people do believe you and you have to plan ahead. Like when I had my bags, what I actually really desperately wanted to take, I had that five, five months planet. I had did. Yeah, planning because ahead. I knew straight away, I knew that it was going to come up again with domestic violence. Yeah. I knew that. And, you know, what he did to me when he headlocked me, slapped me across the face and, um, always blamed me for these fights. He never blamed himself. He uh, used to, what? You know, Not yeah. taking responsibility at all. No, because all even while I was having fits, I was always too scared to go out and tell people because I thought I was not being believed because of the institutions that I was brought up in. And it was after the brain surgery that I really didn't need him. So just for our listeners, I, I know, Jane, you're talking about having epileptic seizures. Yes. And then you had the surgery, the brain surgery, which improved the seizures so much. Yep. It changed your life. It did. Yeah, definitely. Because now I don't have any fits now. And that's when I kept going to Melbourne a lot. And even a friend of mine who owned a bakery in Cranbourne, I used to always go up there every day. To get and even when I'm not in Melbourne, to get away from him because I knew it was going to happen again. And every time when I went over to my friend's place from the bakery to stay overnight, I would ask for an extra night to stay there. Yes, I see. She's out why. And now she knows why I asked her that. Yeah. You know, she yeah. put onto it. And it's interesting you say that nowadays people know more about it and, and believe more yeah because what I was when I was also doing doing more looking around at, at this subject it was saying that um, Human Rights Commission again mentioned if we cast our minds back just over 30 years gender-based violence against women was largely invisible yeah and harms went unrecognized so that's yeah it's exactly what you're talking about that's right and that's why I I thought because of my institutional days being brought up in the home and us not being believed at all, um, that's why I wasn't, I didn't have the guts or the confidence from when I was having the kids when I was living with him. On yeah. The only person who I did tell when I was in, um, in the 90s when I was having the kids was my social worker. Okay. That's the only person who I did tell. When I was yeah. living with him, but then I was far too scared to tell other people because I thought that I was not being believed. Yes. Until after the brain surgery, and that's when I gave him three warnings, and it was, a, it was after the third warning 
that I just left him. I had a gut full of it. And that's why that tattoo that I've got on my arm is free as a bird. And that's yes. And that's what that stands for. And that's the way it's going to stay for the rest of my life. It's it, That's great. And um, it is like a keepsake. Yeah. To have but that. But you only live once on this earth. You're under the ground a lot longer than my time alive. Well, maybe not just once. Well, you <laughs> might come back at something else, but... No, you just might never go. Uh, well, that's true, yeah. I might live to 100. <laughs> there was some more that I wanted to talk about from where I left off just a moment ago about oh, how... Sorry. No, no, that, that's fine. We're, we're having a group discussion. It's really good. Um, casting our minds back 30 years and women were expected to suffer in silence because domestic violence was viewed as a private issue, not and one. What's that, Lisa? And more accepted. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. totally agree with that. And it's interesting to note not a single mention was made of gender-based violence in the convention of the elimination of all forms of discrimination against women, the dedicated women's human rights treaty adopted by the UN General Assembly in 1979. Nothing was mentioned about gender-based violence then. So we have come up quite a long way. We have. Yeah. We have. And even, even through sexually abuse as well, which happened to me as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it happened to me too. And I think it's, it's, very, it's very common, unfortunately. So you're listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, 8.55am. And today we have Lisa Brumptis from Brain Injury Matters and Jane Rosengrave from Reinforce. We've been discussing gender-based violence and also we're airing during the week of the International Day of People with Disability. So... I'd like to ask both of you, Lisa and Jane, what are your opinions about gender-based violence? And I, I know, Jane, you've spoken a little bit about it, but there's a lot more to it. Mm, I'll let Lisa go. Okay. Personally, I, I, can't, I can't accept it. It's not a matter of don't. It's a matter of cannot accept it because it's, and it's not only a matter of, like, violence, physical violence. It can be a matter of even oral violence, which goes by undetected. Yes. But that can hurt even more than the physical violence. Just because there are no bruises doesn't mean there's no pain. Mm. Very good point. You're talking about psychological injury? Yes. Yes. And that happens so often, and that comes back to the power um, thing that I mentioned earlier. Yes, that some people in any given situation have more power. and Or believe they do. Mm, that's a good point. Very good point. And it's like when I was with um, the ex, I'll say, that I know he... <laughs> I know he left it up to me, but really, because I was really not interested, but I just did it for him, it was actually the sex. Because of what happened to me from a child, 
from when I was in institution. Mm. Um, you know, he left it up to me, which was good, but really deep down, I didn't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. 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 And I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about the things that happened. Yes. And if there's any other women who are out there who are going through domestic violence at the moment or if if they are planning, like how I plan it, if they are planning to leave their partners or their um, boyfriend, girlfriends or whatever, um, it'd be a good idea to go to an organisation, if they're Indigenous as well, to go to the Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service they can go to for help. Or there's um, No More, which is in Collins Street, that they can go to, or it's in King Street actually, but they can go to that organisation as well for domestic violence and if they want to leave their partners because... Um, they can get the help that they need, and even for people who have who have got no Aboriginal but who've got a disability as well, mm. they can go to organisations for Villamanta Legal Service and OPA and all that. Yes, that's Arthur. right. I can think of a few as well. There's there's Wire, which yes. stands for Women's Information Referral Exchange, uh, and there's also CASA which is a centre against sexual assault. Yeah. There are a few that I can think of as well. There's another one in Burke Street that's in the, at the end of the mill and it's Women's Disability Victoria. Um, that's another one that they can go to as well. And then they'll go, then there's an organisation called Sacred Heart Mission, which I was under. Excellent, yes. Very good recommendations. Yes. Another question that I've got for both of you is whether gender-based violence is worse for people with disability and what you think about that. I believe it can be only because of the power struggle. Yeah. And the view that people with a disability are completely disempowered, completely disempowered. And I believe so too because um, it's actually like taking away the domineering of that person who wants to stand up for themselves and to have that voice to be heard and to even be believed. It's taking that away from them, which is not right. Yeah. Like it seems like that the partner's got them right around their little finger. And yeah. that. So true. Very wise yeah. words. I think so too, and I think that it, it shows in the evidence. When I was looking around at, at the evidence there are there is at the moment available, there wasn't a lot on gender-based violence and, and disability, and I think that this is an area that needs more research. Definitely. Mm. That's correct. Definitely, yes. Yeah. But from the research that I did find, it was it was indicating like what both of you have said, that... Life's peaches. Life's peaches. When you're disabled, life's peaches. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's harder. It is. It, it, it really is. 
it's just compounded by you know people having disability that these sorts of issues are, are made more difficult than ever that's right and while i think of it you know 3cr does that go all over victoria or all over australia i think it's local to victoria Oh, that's all right. That's good. Because then other people can um, um, zoom it out to where they are. Yes, good point. To get it further afield. Yes. And we're going to go to a song now. So you're listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, 8.55am. And we're going to a song named Stand By Me. And a really nice version of this one, I like is by uh, Florence and the Machine. When the night has come and the land is dark and the is the only I will see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by So darling, darling, stand by me Oh That we look upon to tumble and fall, or oh, the mountain should crumble to the sea. I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stay. Stand by
You're listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, 8.55am. And today we're talking about gender-based violence. I'm Bronwyn from Armida and we have Lisa Bromptis and Jane Rosengrave with us today. Lisa's from Brain Injury Matters and Jane from Reinforce. We've been discussing gender-based violence also in the context of globally because we're airing during the week of International Day of People with Disability. And we do know from evidence that gender-based violence is a global issue. It's everywhere, unfortunately. So I'd like to ask you, Lisa and Jane, what are some of your thoughts about how to stand up to gender-based violence? I think, Jane, you've already discussed getting help and thinking about leaving the if it's in a domestic violence situation where there's a partner. Not thinking about it, doing it. Yes. <laughs> doing yes. it when they don't know about it. Doing it like how I did it. When I said, I'll see you tomorrow, darling. Not tomorrow, tonight, darling. And instead of seeing me tonight, I never turned up at home. Very smart move to get out of that situation. Yep. He never thought I had the guts to do it. Because he loved doing the um, domineering and the bossing. Yes. Okay. And it's a real shame that women have to face issues like this. Mm. Yes. Because we're humans just as much as men are. That's we're right. We're just as human. So I don't see the di- Well, there's an obvious difference, but really. It was yeah. like with the men getting paid out there, and they're getting paid a lot more than what the women are getting paid. Yeah, you're talking about pay equality. Yeah. Violence, isn't it? Quite right, Jane. It's the law. Like, we, us women, should be paid equally like the men. That's it. And theoretically, we're supposed to be. Yeah, that's right, Lisa. But it's only theoretical. There's nothing to do with the practical. That's it. And also thinking about gender-based violence for people who are LGBTIQ, there's there are a lot of there's a lot of discrimination when one person is perhaps seeming to be androgynous, which might mean what does that word mean? It means like um, both male and oh. female appearance. Or people who have transitioned from, from one gender to the other and then receive a lot of um, backlash from people that they know who, who were their friends and, you know, then become sometimes ostracised from their family. Ostracised mm-hmm. meaning like cast away, yeah. uh, excluded completely. But there are many people that are accepting as well and we know that because of the recent yes vote about marriage equality and that it, that um, the LGBTIQ issue is becoming more accepted worldwide. In some countries, it's still very much not accepted. In some places, illegal. You can be put in jail just for having that gender identity. So there, there is that. It's not just a, about women or men. It's It's also whatever gender you decide to choose to be or or are from not even a choice. 
And it's like us Aboriginal people in those days, way back in, this, in those olden days, that people used to call us monkey and nasty names and all that. And then they got away with it and that. And in those days, you weren't even allowed to say to your Aboriginal in that. Oh, the, that racism, that's really... Yeah, good. that's right. It comes down to being the other. Yes, very, very, very wise, Lisa. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about that? It's really interesting. Well, it is interesting and it's it, it, it kind of like, and I don't mean to be rude, but it really pisses me off. I'm thinking... How the hell do these people think that they have the uh, the power and the authority to um, instigate otherness to other people? Yeah, that's right, Lisa. I mean, after all, we are all the same. Well, that's right, yeah. Me. We are. We are human. Yes. Just like the monkeys are human. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take a few chromes home? <laughs> 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 well, you need yeah. to have a bit of a laugh. That's you know? right. It's That's just right. like, really, we're like the apes and monkeys, you know? <laughs> Very closely related. That's right, we are. We are. Yeah. Oh, we're, even... we're good ones. <laughs> <laughs> and the nice ones. <laughs> yes. So do you have any other tips for people who might be going through this sort of thing or are seeing their friends or family members go through psychological abuse? What do you say? I think it's important to speak to yourself and recognise that it is what it is and recognise your position on it Mm. as a first step. I don't know what to do thereafter. <laughs> Fair enough. And it's a good idea, I reckon, for some people not to put this on, like, you know, if they're going through a domestic violence. Well, to me, I think it's not good. But put it on Facebook for other people to see because then you can get back nasty things. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today in this discussion about gender-based violence and International Day for People with Disability. We've been listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR, 855 AM, and we've been talking to Jane Rosengrave from Reinforced and Lisa Brumptis from Brain Injury Matters, and I am Bronwyn from Armida. There is a show coming up after us called Radio Capucha, and please tune in next month for, uh, for our next episode. Thank you very much, Lisa and Jane. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.